I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One, two, three, four. Yeah! <laughs> Raw impressions. Season two. You and Adele. New season, new theme. Another season of my fine audio engineering. It has swing. Swing? It swings. You think it swings? That's my strumming. It's all on the wrist. That's my wrist. That wrist has definitely had, uh, it's been used in this lifetime. I think it's the most important part of my body. <laughs> it's, I agree. <laughs> my right wrist. Uh-huh. <laughs> now that I can't walk. I'm going to ensure just your right wrist. <laughs> Now that I'm realizing the rest, my body could fall apart, I'm worried about my wrists. <laughs> Raw Impressions, Season 2 begins. That's right. Lou and Adele are back. <laughs> With Season 2. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me you've been the victim of cybercrime again. What's on the table today, you two? <laughs> Come on. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Four track man found out. <laughs> I I definitely did not have that whoop in me yesterday. No. We're back. I think there's been a confluence of events mm-hmm. in your life in mm-hmm. particular. All of these things are coming together at at this juncture right now, all things that could be anxiety producing for you under any circumstance. Truly. But they're all together. This is like four triggers together. <laughs> I think it's four. Let's see. What uh, if, so, so number one, you wake up to find out that, uh, <clears throat> that, that we have another, someone's trying to hack our account, our bank account again. Yeah, so we again, had, had uh, one to, month later, had to go to the bank Get had that, to scramble. Yeah, and get a new account again. So, yeah. and then, uh, then you have a pop-up shop coming up. Adela's and her, a couple of her friends are going to sell some stuff here at the house. Yes, this weekend. Yeah, I. Um, it. Yeah. So I. I feel. I feel better today. Today is Wednesday. Monday started out pretty rough. I. She walked in the door of the bedroom, y'all. Listen. 
I was just waking up. She walked in and she said, Lou, I have like, Lou, <laughs> I have are some you, bad news. Are you, are you awake? <laughs> I, I knew you some, were awake because I could hear you breathing. I knew you were doing your breathing exercises. I have some bad news. And it but was like, I thought it was common courtesy to just ask if you were awake because the lights were off. And it was about 630 in the morning. And you had just uh, come home the night before from Spain and had a very long day of travel. So welcome in, yes, home. And I've been less than I've been less. I haven't been 100% because I'm jet lagged. Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. A little bit. And you have a jacked knee. Oh, my knee's jacked. That's... And you have like the winter kind of sniffles. It's just, oh, you're tired. You're tired. tired. He rocked so hard. But yeah, so he came home late in the evening and I have also been feeling under the weather. Yeah, that's, the, that's another <laughs> trigger. Oh man, it's, it might be five triggers mm. together because the other thing is the third. It's Thanksgiving, guys. Tomorrow. Thanksgiving. That's a trigger because you got a lot to do. You got a lot to make. Uh, sweet potato casserole. Uh, then we also have house ham, guests. Ha- uh, house guests. House guests. Now yeah. Adele, as you can imagine, those of you who, who've gotten to know Adele a little bit, that she keeps a pretty tight ship here. I try. And when guests come, it gets tighter. <laughs> And I got to like walk around. I got to be extremely like neutral because Adele is going to need a lot of things I'm a, done. I'm a ticking time bomb. I basically. cannot, I cannot display any kind of resistance. Like when you say like, Lou, can you also remember to, you know, and then mm-hmm. if I wince, you'll be like, don't wince, mister. I mean, you won't be like that. You're subtle, but I have to be careful. I'm it's, I'm so. feeling nervous because I really want to have a sip of tea and I'm afraid of alienating any new listeners in season two. <laughs> no. Are you new to raw impressions? Uh, Please don't worry. That's the one thing we can never worry about is alienating people. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I am going to move slightly off mic though for my sip. I, I know, get right on it. No, I, I had, on. I had messages Please. in my... Can you just message Lou next time that this happens and you're so deeply offended? And fair enough, we all have our own, our triggers, our issues. I but I'm I'm compromised. I have a cough. I need to I need to lubricate my throat. So sip. Hold on. Go. <laughs> I did the quietest I could do. I don't know why. Oh, that was a really nice sip, actually. And yeah, these are good mics. You should really use them for a good purpose. <laughs> Close up. I uh, sipping. I, I like I like watching people eat and drink, and I don't really mind hearing it either. So I'm I'm sort of like That's, morbidly fascinated. I'm like, huh? We're all just you, animals. That just... is. How lucky am I that you feel that way? Because I make sort of a noises. turn on. It's like just yeah, seeing people boy. in their most raw, vulnerable state. Like here I am. Oh, so <laughs> speaking of Thanksgiving, Circle, oh my god! Back. I know Thanksgiving is a wonderful oh. time for people and their triggers, used, right? Family time, people I used eating. To dread Thanksgiving because of the way some of my aging relatives ate. Oh my gosh! I would actually—it's so true. I would start like seizing up thinking about it like <laughs> months in advance. Like, oh god, I hope I don't sit next to. Yeah, I mean, and. Pre-gaming that anxiety. I, yep. I love annoying sounds. I mean, my, my life is full of annoying sounds. I love it. I make them. Well, sometimes we kind of like to poke that, you know, that put salt in that wound, right? Boy, but the way that my grandfather bit a spoon every time <laughs> he, when he ate ice cream, when he, when his 
teeth came down on that spoon. Every spoonful oh, of ice cream. The metal hitting the tooth. Oh. Yeah, that's actually a pretty intense sound. Oh. Metal hitting the tooth. And your other trigger is you're sick, which is like your least yeah. favorite thing. Because Adele hate hates sick. you hate coughing around people. Mm-hmm. You worry mm-hmm. about being sick around people. And it's you, not COVID. Settle down. I already had that just about a month ago. Just anxiety. The anxiety that you feel like expecting a cough and coughing in public. And you felt this way anyway. This is before coughing became like a death threat it was like back in the day you well, also hated coughing around people because you really did it you well because made you it's awful it's just awful i mean when i'm anywhere in public and someone starts hacking away near me it it makes me wince i'm i get oh. it i get it so mm. um what am i saying <laughs> You've been you you were you were going through a storm of triggers. You're a little better today. Yesterday was tough. Oh yeah, I'm feeling better today. Yesterday, woo I I walked into my house. You know my haunted house, guys. That's my brain, and it was uh, very haunted, mentally, physically. I went to the basement. I think it was just so dark. It was so I thought dark. You literally meant you went to the basement of my haunted house. Oh. Yeah. Not our basement, which you rarely go to. I also hate that place. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great basement. It's an unfinished basement. Oh. There's a bomb shelter in our basement. It's so crazy. It's kind of creepy. It's so creepy. There's dark, dingy corners of our basement. They scare me. They're not that dark or dingy. They are. No. I've seen dingier. They're, that's that's much, my opinion. That's how much. I feel. Yeah, because you grew up in a clean house with clean people and clean parents. My first basement was not that. It was, it was dirt, dirt yes. basement. Well, that's not. I mean, that's true. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. I just don't I like, like it. I've seen, ah, once, oh, so, once. I went into the basement of this house in the Midwest. It was a dirt, I mean, it was dirt on the basement floor, but the, the, uh, the um, furnace rose from the dirt and it was like one of the most extraordinary things I've ever seen because it was a big house but in the in the basement this dingy basement you know with just this rolling dirt carpet basically you know where was this in Michigan I have no idea (laughs) Nebraska what were you doing in Nebraska playing a show I don't know I thought you said it was when you were younger like I was I was young no no when I was a young adult on on tour And tour. And tour. When I was touring. I, uh, this is the, this is a week. This is a really busy week. So I wish I had like a little, um, cyber protector who just was like my little bubble over me going like hitting away all the cyber people trying to steal my identity constantly. It's really annoying. There are many services that proclaim the claim that they are exactly what you're saying. I, I'm feeling very disenchanted. Is that is that the right thing to say? Disillusioned. Disillusioned. What illusion did you have that you had? That to, those had things to be would dissed? protect me if I bought what? them. I got them. You know, you get LifeLock. You get like what is the other one? Nor Norton. Norton. Everyone's here to protect me, and I I'm not feeling very protected. In fact, my paranoia is a little peaked. Speaking of paranoia. Yeah, that's your number one yeah. go-to. Tell me all about it. How saw, are you? I saw that. <laughs> I'm not great. You're surviving me this week. I'm not great, but I'm like, I am keeping up appearances for you. I woke up at three o'clock in the morning, not last night, but the night before, and I had the longest extended 
like internal panic attack that I've had in a long time. Oh my God. Internal. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not in a good place. Sorry. Not in a good place. But I did a lot of talking to myself, a lot of breathing. Was it? Okay. I mean, I'm afraid to, I don't want to ask you what it was about. We're not going to. Oh, it's about everything. Okay. I mean, you know. Yeah. Life. Um, life. Life is. Life is. Life it, and wanting to, I guess, wanting to be healthy. I, I'm like, I'm very, becoming very, now that my body's falling apart, I'm becoming a little <laughs> more aware of like, hey, you know, it's not just like, sort of like a suggestion that you kind of get your shit together. It's mm. kind of like, you have to get your shit together, which mm-hmm. means kind of ejecting, jettisoning, jettisoning, mm-hmm. jettisoning, launching all these terrible habits into space. Get out. I, I also feel like the looming New Year's Eve is kind of weighing on me too. And in keeping with what you're talking about, where I'm like, God, I'm 46 years old. I'm I'm in pain. I'm physically sore and tired. And I have to like, I have to start really taking care of myself. Yeah. These looming things are looming. And then, and then I feel bad about the looming and... The state of the world and, and the, everything. The oh. gloomy, the gloomy. It's like it's it's winter here, which is um, the season we are most ambivalent about. We've lived in I'm California. I'm not ambivalent about it. I don't like we it. We lived in California There's zero for a long ambivalence time. ambivalence for me, sir. <clears throat> and I still, I still miss that California weather. Oh, yeah. You know? Mild is for me. It's like it's not fall there. It's just that everything's on fire. Oh, that's sad, too. And then in, in the winter, there's more winds. Mm. You know, that's true. Anyway. That's true. Yeah, we're going. It, oh it, God, yeah, paranoia. Oh. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Paranoia. I saw this film. <laughs> Let's circle back to paranoia. I started watching this film on the plane. Mm-hmm. I was flying British Airways back home from Gatwick Airport. First time I've actually traveled international or, you know, back to the U.S. from Gatwick. Yeah. Um, it's kind of the smaller, dingier airport in, in not London. Heathrow, not Heathrow, which is kind of majestic. Yeah. It's spot. glamorous. Yeah, it is. Um, this less so, uh, Gatwick is more of like a rough crossroads. Um, a lot of small European flights going anyway, they had the entertainment and I was trying to find a movie and I couldn't find any movie to watch, but finally I was like, why don't I watch the one with Joaquin Phoenix in it? Cause you know, he's trustworthy. He's such a good actor. He's a good actor, and anything he does is either weird or... So I was like, I'm going to watch this movie. It's called Bo is Afraid. Mm-hmm. I've and, never heard of it. Um, it's directed. Check this out. I'm. This is this is part of season two. Ah. Here we go. I have a fact. Okay. About this movie. It was directed by Ari Oster. And that's, that's for real. Yeah. You're going to stand by that fact. I looked it up several times, oh. more than once to make sure. Okay. <laughs> anyway, this movie is like, it's, it was, uh, it's fucking nuts. And I'm glad that they 
said in the, like the description is a paranoid man, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then so I'm watching <laughs> That's the movie. Me. I should I'm watch watching it. the movie, and and it's kind of unfolding like your most paranoid. I'm thinking like, oh, this is a fantasy. Like this guy is like. This is what he thinks is going on around him all the time. And it's mm. chaos. There's like naked people. There's pe- dead bodies in the street. And like he's covered in, uh, I, I'll tell you, it's like I can't figure out. So I watched an hour of this movie. Mm-hmm. It was fucking chaos. Just this urban chaos. I was like, it was in a city, like it was zombies, like not zombies, but people wandering around. It, it, I, I can't describe it. Would it scare me? Yes, you'd hate it. You okay. would absolutely right away go like, nope, no, no. <laughs> yeah. But it was so overwhelming. At some point, I just started laughing. I was like, oh my god. And then I like, I was like, oh, how far I'm in? It must. This movie must almost be over. So I looked. And it's. I'd been watching it for an hour, and I'm like, and then I and I was like, oh, that's cool. And I zoomed out, and I mm-hmm. realized that it was three hours long. No. Mm-mm. Movies are too long now. Oh my God. And I actually was so freaked out by that first hour that I'd never do this. I dragged the little cursor to the end of the movie. Just like, what the fuck happens in the end? Yeah. So I go to the end and it's a really weird, disturbing scene. Obviously, someone's dying at the end. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I can't watch this movie. This is too much. Talk about triggers. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Because I'm like, you got to watch it with those Joaquin Phoenix movies. The people that he works with, the director. Because I mean, he's so intense. You yeah, know, I feel like, like he's drawn to intense projects. Oh, man. And they're, they're, they're movies that make you just, they, for me, they bring me in there in an intense way. I'm very sensitive to movies. Mm-hmm. They, and, you are. T- TV, movies. Fiction, books. Like fiction books. Like I get really affected. So Lou doesn't like reading fiction yeah, I, somebody dragging me into their nightmare. Like, no thanks, no thanks. <laughs> hey, I guess feel what? Like, I wrote a story. I made it up, and it's really fucked up. And, and I'm going to take you along for the ride. It's all about the worst parts of my life, <clears> and I pretty much eviscerate everybody that I know. And I'm going to make a story about mm. all of the terrible aspects of my life. That generally seems to be what fiction is. It's like it creates this nightmarish. Anyway, that's it. I also don't read much fiction anymore. Okay, so. Um, so I'm like, okay, I can't I watch. I can't watch this though. fucking movie. So I, I, mm. I'm like, I stop it, and then I'm, I'm like, and I start looking for other things to watch, and then I'm like, I just, I was like inexplicably drawn back into it. I'm like, I gotta watch it again. I gotta. I'm wow. going back. I'm you going back? back in. I'm going back in. Huh. So I go back in and like. Actually, wh- sounds like it's a good movie. Then. And then, then, and or then well right, done. When I came back in, it was a switch to another kind of scene because I stopped when he he'd gotten hit by he was naked running down the street and got hit by a car. <laughs> oh God! And he flew off and like into a Ew. like a pile of glass and I was like, I'm done with this fucking movie. Yeah. That's the scene I left it in. When I put it back in, he's waking up in a bedroom. Uh huh. He's waking up in a child's bedroom. Huh. Bleeding, of course. And, of course. And he's, he's actually sure. anyway. It's like. The movie is like perverse. I don't know whether it made my life better because actually I've been thinking about it. It's been helping me process a lot of my own paranoia and the way that I think. Hmm. Um, the movie starts with the, with him being born and it's just really? screaming. And it's just like, it's, it's, it really like, it's like life can be hell for people with like, like anxiety. I know. The way that this mm-hmm. movie illustrates that is like, like I said, it's either like it's either kind of cathartic or, or like a lesson or like or it's like a trigger. Mm. And I don't know which. And I haven't seen the whole movie. Like the, the plane hit oh. the ground. 
the plane hit the ground when it was like two and a half hours in. So there's still a whole half hour that I haven't seen. And I think Parker Posey's in it. She is? At the end. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I like her. Yes. Mm. Oh, my God. Mm. She's intense. She is intense. Yes. She also picks like oh. interesting roles. Anyway. We We both started but didn't finish things on airplanes recently. Oh. Because I was flying back from Wisconsin. Well, since I guess we haven't talked about this, right? Because we were on a little, we haven't talked much a little about breaky your, break. Your trip to Wisconsin. Yeah. You well, were in Wisconsin while I was in London. Right. Yep. Yeah. Izzy and I went for kind of like a longer weekend because I won't be there for Thanksgiving. I won't be there for Christmas this year. And yeah. so oh, you're getting up. Where are you going? You just check in to see yeah. where we're at. Am I going to be interrupted? Which is fine. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I just wanted to make sure that the pink is advancing. Oh, yes. The pink audio wave box. The pink is moving. Yeah. Um, so, yes. <laughs> I was in Wisconsin. Boys. Wisconsin. Turtle Lake, Wisconsin. Oh, my gosh. You know, we go to Wisconsin, and I just drink so much black coffee, you guys, and I eat so much cheese. <sighs> That's true. I do. Both of those things are true. That's Completely a... true. You just go from like coffee to brandy. That's it. I realized there's no water in Wisconsin. You don't drink water there. That's just like, what's water? Water? Where? That, that's kind of a United States thing. Is it? America. Mm. America. I was in Wisconsin and it was pretty good. Uh, got to see my folks and my brothers and my sister-in-law and my nieces who are like just getting all grown up. And, and what movie did uh, you not see the end of? Oh, sorry. So yeah. Yeah, get back to Back oh. on track Do you want to hear about my family type? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, before I tell you about that, did I tell you about the eagle I saw? Actually, there was two together with turkey vultures circling them. Oh. We went out to... My parents bought what looks like a tiny house, but Bald it's actually eagle. a... Yes. A, absolutely two absolutely stunning, like enormous bald eagles. So my parents got a shed on their property recently, which doesn't sound very exciting, but it's literally like a tiny house. It's not like just a little shed. Anyway, so we're going for a tour of the new shed, as you do with your folks. And as we're making our way out to the shed on the property, all of a sudden we just see these massive birds. They're on a lake. It's gorgeous. Circling up in the sky. And I look up and this bald eagle, I mean, we're talking like the most whitest head that's just so beautiful and it takes a nosedive down into the lake it's fishing mm. and it, it was just incredible and it kept going like in and in and it was like obviously it was zeroing in on a fish mm. and I couldn't tell if it had gotten the fish or not but then as it was busy like attacking the water we saw another beautiful bald eagle with it that was kind of like it's buddy or I don't know how they how they work together but friends mates and then a whole patch of turkey vultures mm. like following them it was like a little national geographic moment it was pretty fun and then uh oh so then when I was on the plane on the way back looking for something to watch as well Izzy's watching uh something on her iPad she's all set the guy next to me is watching the Packers play someone else I don't know thankfully he wasn't hogging my armrest because I was in the middle <clears throat> he 
he was a respectful seatmate this time. And so I'm like looking for something to watch. And then I come upon SEAL Team. Yeah. So you're like, SEAL Team? Maybe, you, maybe you're a big fan. So one of my friends, Jessica Perret, lovely Jessica Perret, she is an actress, she, her partner is John Kastner, who managed Sebado. Sebado. So we're, you know, friends. um, And anyway, so Jess is, was on that show and she also directed some episodes and I hadn't seen it yet because it was on a, it was on one of those like apps or stations that wasn't part of Netflix. You got to pay for it. Yeah. Anyway, so. I felt bad because I was always like, gosh, I want to, I want to see this. And, you know, you want to see what your friend's doing. Well, it was season two, episode one. And ironically, she wasn't even in that episode, which was kind of disappointing. But I got like three fourths of the way through and then it got so intense that I had to turn it off. Oh. Well, because I was worried there was like a big fight scene, you know, and I didn't want to have a bunch of like gun stuff happening on the screen in front of me where Izzy was next to me. It just seemed too violent. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I have to say, I feel totally hooked. I'm like, what happened? They were on this like big oil rig thing and it was literally about to be exploded and they were rescuing hostages and all of this stuff. It was really intense and... I have to say, quite impressive. Go SEAL Team. And yeah, now I'm like, am I, am I, do I need like a SEAL Team sweatshirt? Like, what is this? I I'm, this now I'm also, a fan. This is also a sign of aging. <laughs> it's oh, a sign of aging. It is? Yeah. Because you you get into these like serial dramas. Yeah. These you know? thrillers. Thrillers. Mm-hmm. You know, and things that also like bol- bolster like nationalistic kind of na- national pride. Like, <laughs> you know, and the, and the, um, the, I- the infrastructure, you know, you, it, it makes you feel... Well, I have to say, I was sum- very impressed with the SEAL team. Good job. Yeah, you were like, you were... Thanks for keeping us safe. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? This is the end of the episode. No, did, did... I want to say, though, so I didn't get to oh. finish the episode. Wait a minute, but you, can, can I just make you reiterate one thing? What? You said it's it was season two, episode one? Yeah. Wow. Just yeah. like this episode. Ah, oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We love you. We're happy to be back. See you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Raw Impressions, Adele and Lou Barlow's Freeform Podcast. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.